to the Marks Ish Brothers podcast. My name is Joseph. I am Cam. And this week we are talking about uh, the Wes Anderson movie, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, Cam, do you have some fun facts for us? Yeah, this film was released in 2009, directed by Wes Anderson, uh, written by himself and Noah Baumbach. Uh, it stars George Clooney, Meryl Streep, Jason Schwartzman, Bill Murray, Willem Dafoe, and Owen Wilson. Uh, it does have a great cast. <laughs> great, great cast. Uh, had a budget of $40 million and grossed $49.5 million. So it's it's fine. It did, it did, it did, it did fine. But Wes Anderson movies aren't known for their uh, huge box, box office success. Sadly, in my big, opinion. <laughs> big sad, big sad. Um, I... Yeah. Anyways, how, how do you want to start this? <laughs> There's so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, I think we chose this movie because it because it has the very like very good fall like American Thanksgiving esque vibes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. A lot of like soft y- y- the palette just matches Thanksgiving Thanksgiving colors. Nice like soft oranges and yellows and reds. And exquisite clothing. Lots of corduroy. <sighs> Uh, great like suit jackets with scarves and everything oh, like the it, the, this is like an amazingly like costumed movie and it's an animated movie it's it's a quite impressive right and stop motion too it's like, like they're all like real outfits that are being put on these little dolls mm-hmm. I, I, filming. I i i know like a lot like there's a lot of people who are like kind of off put by stop motion but I personally love it. Like I grew up watching a lot of Walls and Gromit, and so this really appeals to me a lot. Uh, did you grow up watching any stop motion, or like what are your thoughts on stop motion animation? Yeah, I, I grew up with some Ardman. Um, I think we we, we, we we talked about Shawshank the Sheep in passing here and here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, Flushed Away is. Is that is that kind of stop motion or is, or is that CGI? I think that's stop motion. It's by Artman, isn't it? I know, but I I thought Flush Play was was one of their first animated. I don't know. Anyway, I've seen like a few Artmans. I've seen Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit. Um, I've seen Chicken uh, Run. Chicken Chicken Run years ago. I I need to watch it again. I've seen Shaun and Sheep Farm Again, which is a really good sci-fi movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's more, that's the, I think a lot of people who aren't as familiar just know Ardman, which is fair because Ardman's probably the best in stop motion working right now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, definitely. So what, what, what were, so you, you kind of grew up liking stop motion, so you weren't too off put by it for, in this movie? Not really. Like I haven't watched it in like a while, but like it, it, it was, it was a little bit to get used to again. Um, cause like some stop motion just looks, it's so fluid now where like, you know, you, you, you also can't even really tell mm-hmm. and this movie is, I mean, this movie is 11 years old. So like it, it still looks like, I think part of stop motion is the, like the stilted effect of it and not, and not just like it looking super smooth. I think that does add some like character to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think like Wes Anderson, like definitely done on purpose. Cause even in his like later movie, Isle of Dogs, the stop motion style is pretty much the same even though it came out like nine years later yeah but um i i I love like the character development in this movie i thought uh, it was quite impressive for a kids movie like because like this is technically a a kids movie but it didn't really feel that way to me um like 
I don't know <laughs> why, but like it because like I found it funny like, like to avoid swearing, they're like cuss word or whatever. Cuss. <laughs> they, they say cuss. I, I do love. Um, oh, so, so like oh that that God. that was funny, and but it didn't really feel like a kids movie because there's a lot of very complex relationships and stuff. Uh, do you feel that way as well? Uh, yeah, I do. Like, like I, I love how real the relationship is between Foxy and Foxy and what's Felicity. Like, and how it shows that, like, marriage isn't always perfect on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? They have their struggles. They have, they're not probably the best, the best parents, uh, uh, but they love each other and they get through it. And they, like, because, like, there's times where I'm like, crap, is Felicity going to walk out? Like, that, like I thought that that was going to happen. But, like, in the end, they, they push through and they show that, like, marriage doesn't look the same to everyone. Sometimes people that look, 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 look like they have the happiest marriages actually suffering inside and vice versa so mm-hmm. it was very real for a kids movie and i feel like a lot of kids 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 movies trying to show us like fantastical glossy version of reality which just isn't the case mm-hmm. he's very very honest about that and even just like to see like that like mr fox isn't that nice of a dad <laughs> at all to to his son oh no and and like because like kids can i'm sure can like relate to like oh like my parent might not always be nice to me and like mr fox kind of embodies that um yeah Go ahead. No, and and like the way like the, the way Chip that like develops between like uh, Mr. Fox and Christopherson, mm-hmm. and now he he's kind of like the son that, like he's always wanted. Yeah, Ash just, just isn't that. I I, I do have how, how you get to see Ash become his dad's son in different ways towards towards the end. Yes. Yeah. How how he still still have the same skill, just a little bit more unconventional. Mm-hmm. I like that. But. Yeah. No, it was good. Uh, how did you like? Uh, what was the name? Kylie. That's the possum, right? Yeah. Uh, he was weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, wasn't from, from, I wasn't familiar with this actor, Wallace Wallodarsky, who, who is Kylie. I'm not sure if he's like an actual writer. Okay. It sounds like he's a screenwriter. Like, I do love having like non-actors play these kind of roles. Like, I'm specifically thinking of um, the brother from Mitchell's versus, versus the Machines, who is voiced by like a director. Right, yeah. And, like, how them not being a professional voice actor adds some sort of, like, weird quality to the character. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, man, you feel really out of place, like, in a really fun way. Yeah. Which is which is nice. I, I, I really appreciated his character. I, I thought he was kind of strange. <laughs> that yeah. he was just kind of there. Kind of I was aloof. like, well, and why do you live with the foxes? I was confused by. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, isn't, he, isn't he, like, like, the super? Like, the superintendent of the... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe but we would be to have that kind of relationship with your tenant, or whatever. <laughs> but uh, but no, it's it's funny. Yeah, I I I did also um, kind of appreciate like like the thing about Wes Anderson is that you really see like similar themes throughout his movies, and like mm-hmm. here you have Mr. Fox being like a newspaper man, um, which is something that you obviously see in like his newest movie the french dispatch where it's about a newspaper so like like, he seems to have like very similar themes or like backgrounds of characters in his movies which i find kind of interesting that he's able to like tie uh like a live action with a stop motion movie uh and it feels like connected in a way even though it's it's very different universes (laughs) 
the, the, the crossover event where you see Mr. Fox in the French Dispatch. <laughs> I mean, that would be... Uh, we'll, we'll love that. That would be pretty great. Uh, I do want to see that movie. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I it Didn't it open the same weekend as Dune? It had two Chalamet movies opening at the same time. I think so, but uh, I think it only came to Winnipeg last weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, who knows? I, I'm not sure if it's in Winkler at all. Winkler only has like, Ghostbusters and like Eternals and like all the blockbusters. <laughs> Classic. No one believes in true cinema here. Uh, apparently not. Well, it's because no one will go see movies anyways. Yeah. Classic. Um, what do you think of uh, like the shot style in this movie? I mean, I'm not. I know Wes Anderson's thing is all like static shots. Like he doesn't like pan at all. Or, like mm-hmm. he doesn't like move the camera much. He's kind of just the camera's kind of has to stay still. Yeah, it's a lot to get a lot to get, a lot, a lot to get used to. It makes the action scenes very fun, um, and weird. I do like how crazy everyone's movements are. Mm-hmm. I love the digging scene where it's done from like really really far back. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What I really like about like this is like it feels like a dollhouse in a way right like where like you can see inside but like they're still kind of doing their own thing and you feel like almost like you could interact with them and like yeah. make changes like, like i feel like a lot of Wes anderson movies uh kind of have that dollhouse sort of feel to it hmm. um which i find like a very inviting style like it makes you want to like explore the movie a bit more at least to me but that uh, mm-hmm. i am a west anderson fan so i'm a little biased true how'd you like the the villains i do i did like what, what, what do you think about the evil farmers that were being the bad <laughs> i thought it was well i mean it's supposed to be over the top and i thought it did a good job of being over the top of like these three just random farmers are like, we are going to war. <laughs> They're like basically like bombing a fox and like recruiting an army and everything. I thought, like, like, like it's obviously overkill, but I figured that, like they're they're good villains. Like, like, I mean, Mr. Fox isn't the greatest person, but also like these farmers don't seem like they're the greatest either. Kind of kind of asshole type characters. Yeah, it definitely makes you appreciate how fun Fox is compared to like. Like the man's just trying to survive and feed his family, you know. Like he's trying to take more than he needs. He's just trying to get by. And these farmers are like probably super lo- loaded. Like, well, yes, definitely. They're all they, you know, they all have ton, tons of money, so like you definitely do feel more. You definitely root more for the the foxes. <laughs> I love how like oh, the the scene. Where where they're they're digging down to the absolute bottom and, and like trying to avoid because like their their treehouse gets blown up which is kind of sad like I I suppose how soon that happened in 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 the movie like when the tree bubbles up there's like an hour left in the movie I'm like oh geez there's still so much that's happening now yeah no the, like a lot happens in this movie like like the heists happen within like the first little bit of the movie and you're like oh like this is going by so quickly like i remember checking the time I was like is this movie almost done already i was like yeah. oh no it, it, it i'm still like only uh, a third in i still got lots to go but uh uh i i really liked how the story went and like how you see um like the cousins growing to to like be a little bit more friendly toward each other and then mr fox like actually treating his son like respecting him and be like oh like you like I, I do love you like no matter what kind of thing at the end uh, which I, I did appreciate kind of seeing growth of the characters which I think is usually hard in a very short movie um, 
but this one does it quite well. Yeah. What did you think about like okay the the ending was really weird for me like I I was like oh a supermarket like I feel like the like I was trying to think of, like someone like some, some sort of like the, the thematic resonance and I couldn't really like well because like the supermarket well because I think like basically what's supposed to be is like that they win in the end because like that supermarket is owned by those three farmers right right yes 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 so so like like how the farmers have been spending their whole time trying to kill them and like now. They're like still waiting at that sewer grate for them to come out, and while that's yeah. happening, the fox, like Mister Fox, and all the others are still getting all their food and winning. Yeah. So and like, because like you don't notice food being stolen as much from a supermarket as you would from a farm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I when we got that, that way, it makes more sense. I, I also found it. Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, like, stealing from large corporations is a victimless crime. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, and those farmers are owners of the corporation so stealing from them is pretty victimless too <laughs> exactly exactly um i was gonna say so. oh yeah i found it ironic that like like any good like 2000s kids movie it ends in a musical dance sequence but yet yes. in, in wes anderson's signature style i found that kind of funny i did love them them vibing through the through the hall through, through the through the aisles Yes, as you do. How'd you like uh, his speeches throughout the movie? Oh, dude, they were great. No, no one monologues like like George George Clooney. He he is like the perfect monologue voice. Like even going back to Batman, Batman and Robin, he has some good monologues in that movie. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I know no one likes the movie movies except for me. You know, I I, I like it mostly. Ironically, if like George Clooney is so good at monologuing, just not, that man just monologue forever, and I would listen to all that. Him and Kenneth Branagh, those are the best. Right? Oh, I should watch more more Kenneth Branagh, Shakespeare. He's pretty great. Have you seen uh, Murder on the Orange Express? I have. His mustache is the... <laughs> is Hercule Poirot. It's, it's a top-tier mustache in film. Oh, top. Like, no one, no one's better than him. You, you, can't, you can't top that. You just can't. I, I don't think you can. Um, I, I do... Going back to, to Fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, I what I like noticed throughout that I really appreciate was like how they used like cotton balls or whatever like for smoke and stuff. Yes, and like it just gives the movie such like a soft feel to it, um, which I really like. Like you're saying, it's, it's a very cozy movie. Like like you you watch it and you feel kind of just like cozy like you have the, the whole thanksgiving type meal with them and stuff and it, mm. uh it, it's, it's really and like like throughout like uh the character mr fox is like like they're poor right and yeah. and he's like oh like well we can be happy even if we are poor which i i kind of appreciated and then you see them all kind of sharing in together i, I thought it was a nice heartwarming tale uh to me yeah i do yeah, going back to sorry, just just touch on this like the the physical VFX of how like, everything feels real like like you can just like reach through the screen and to, like wave your hand through the through the smoke and yeah and the food looks so <laughs> the food looks so good I I wanted to join them for for, for American Thanksgiving there <laughs> obviously Katie and American Thanksgiving are at d- d- different times so for our American listeners we had our Thanksgiving last month yeah because reasons so. <laughs> Classic. I I really wanted to try those uh those apple snaps or whatever those cookies. Oh, those looked yes. so yummy. Uh, I was like, ugh, 
If only. Munch. If only I could have those. Just a munch, munch, munch. <laughs> yes. I, I, I appreciated the, the, the battle scene <laughs> where they start throwing <laughs> pine cones of, on fire. Uh, it was funny. I, I found it very funny. I do love the the dog that's like, man, that dog is like eat, eating soap. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, he's looking him in the eye. He told us to never look him in the eye. And then the dog goes crazy. It's like, oh. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then they, they use the dog to get to the bosses after. And I do like how that all comes around. Man, yeah. Mr. Fox is kind of like one of the most top 10, like, not like attractive character like charismatic he's a very charismatic guy i, I like his and goofy little smile little, he has yes <laughs> little, little, little goofy his little grimacey smile that's uh, fine has a very robin hood disney vibe <laughs> i have not seen that movie i think we're i think i'm watching it in like a few weeks okay well Maybe. and have you read the book that this is based off of i have not or not i remember i'm sure i might have like read it as a kid because I don't think I ever have, so I, don't, I can't tell if it's a good adaptation or not. But I'm, I'm sure it's it's an Anderson adaptation, so probably did quite a bit of his own thing. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. There you go. Turn, just turn turns into a Matrix podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. I, I don't really have much to say with this movie other than I just I enjoyed it. Do you have anything else to say? Yeah, me, yeah, like I just, I it's a good introduction to Wes Anderson. I feel like from here, yes, definitely. I'll, I'll probably go. Uh, I might explore uh, Steve's Steve's Zoo or mm-hmm. well, Grand Budapest again. Because yeah, I have watched the movie since, since it came out, so it's twenty six years, seven years. So. Yeah, no, I uh, I like Wes Anderson. This is definitely one of his easiest to digest uh, works. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, I'd say Grand Budapest Hotel is his greatest. Yeah. Um, my personal favorite is also Grand Budapest Hotel, followed by Isle of Dogs. I do really like Isle of Dogs. I do need need to get a watch. I know, yeah, I know some people thought it was problematic for whatever reason, so I'm curious about that. But yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a fun movie. That's fair. But. Uh, yes, I, I give this one a solid two thumbs up. Uh, yeah, I think I give it two or one and a half. Uh, depends, depends on the day. Uh, we let, <laughs> uh, I'm married to Thanksgiving, we'll give it to you. Give yeah, it two, there you go. Two, two, two it, it's been cold lately, so might, might as well give, give it a, a, a nice score. Um, yeah. I, I, I do have a little bit of movie news, sad movie oh, yeah. news. Because, um, well, we were going to talk about this movie, but then obviously we ran out of time because it's a long movie. But, uh, the, uh, Oscar-winning costume designer for uh, Ron, uh, Emmy uh, Wada, she died uh, oh, this just, week. Oh, jeez, that's there's been a lot of people dying. This, like Stephen Sondheim, this week that was that was big. And every raging bi- 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 bisexual theater kid online was just going going through it on Twitter. Yeah, well, and uh, this isn't really movie related, but uh, uh, what, oh, what's his name now? Uh, Virgil Abloh. Uh, yes, he just died. Uh, which is quite sad, yeah. Because he was very young. He was like forty-one, forty. Yeah, very, yeah, very young. But yeah, it's so many, so much tears. So big, big sad, big sad, <laughs> big sad. Do you have any movie news? Uh, not really. Steve Sondheim. Uh, oh, um, 
what's it called? Uh, Gucci, House of Gucci. It uh, is the highest grossing uh, drama since the pandemic. Nice. That That's good. Good for really Scott to make some money after the last duel bombed because boomers and their phones. <laughs> no no, no not, bo- not, not boomers. Uh, millennials. Millennials. Even though, like, millennials are, are like, 40s and 30s, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, classic. Uh, I didn't see that movie. I was like, I'll just watch Rashomon because it's basically the same story. Uh, fair, fair, fair. Have you seen Rashomon? I've not seen Rashomon. I, I, sh- I need to. It is good. I... Of course, uh, I was like, what if I had made every good movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Everyone's like, what if we just copy his movie and put it in English and call it ours? <laughs> Except, okay, I will stand by them in the Magnificent Seven because it, 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 because A, he, he approved it. Okay. I, I haven't like, seen it, so I, I can't judge that one. Yeah. Like, the way jump between samurai movies and westerns are, is, is very complicated. I'm sure we can get, we, we can get it at a, a different time. But, like, they both took from, from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the Italian ones didn't always get like like um the good the good um f- uh for fistful dollars, what like was like I'm not sure if they got his approval because that that one's just you 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 Jimbo, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So yeah. Anyway, but yeah, magnificent seven slaps. No, talking, the Chris Pratt or the original? <laughs> no, oh, the OG starring like Yul Brynner and Charles Bronson. Yes, back back in the, the heyday of Stephen McQueen. Yeah, that, yeah, that one actually slaps. Like because it goes for like a more. It's like what if we did Seven Samurai, but less, but like less stuff, so it's not three hours long <laughs> and two discs. Yep, <laughs> and. uh <laughs> that does help. Yeah. Uh, classic. I think it's like a brisk hour 40. Or it might, might be two hours even. It, it, it's a lot shorter and, cut, and trims out a lot. While okay. still having a, a, a good story and good good characters. Okay. It finds that little that little middle, middle-esque thing. Uh, I mean, I definitely do want to watch it. I'm a big Western fan. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeehaw, brother. <laughs> Yeehaw. Uh, anyways, do you have any recommendations for this week? Oof, um, Spider-Man, because I'm watching those movies again, because No Way Home is coming out. Any and particular gonna, Spider-Man? Spider-Man 1, because it's a good American Thanksgiving movie. Spider Like the Amazing Spider-Man, or like... The Spider- Spider-Man okay. 2002. Alright, yes, good. Starring Tobey Maguire. Um, yeah, I also recommend Citizen Kane in 4K. Because I have Citizen Kane in 4K now. I finally came in. Oh, we finally got it. Oh, did you have the disc problem that some people were saying they had? It's 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 only on the Blu-ray, not on the 4K. So I'll I'll, I'll probably send my my disc in back. Nice. We'll see. Uh, I mean, you might as well, right? As as my brother said, isn't that like the Citizen Kane of movies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yes, Citizen Kane is the Citizen Kane of movies. Very nice. Very very nice. Uh, yeah. I want to recommend uh, Train to Busan. Uh, Let's go. I, I think it's one of the greatest horror movies of all time, and so I'm recommending it because they're remaking it, and I do, don't think they should be remaking it we for Americans. We should talk about that movie when it, when the new one comes, when the remake comes out, because like I love Shinichi Busan so much. The cast is so good. Okay, my donk. Uh, he he goes by Don Lee now, 
in America, but like whatever, like Madong Siak, like uh, his Korean name. Yeah, so good. I, I love yeah, him. He's great. He's absolute Chad in the in Train to Busan. Oh, jeez. Yeah, like when he just like tapes up his hand and stuff, and it's just like so I'm gonna beat the crap out of beat out some zombies. Uh, it's great. I I love oh, this movie so, so much. Good. He's really uh, good in in Eternals, but could be used more. Yeah. Have you watched Peninsula? No, I've heard it's not good. Yeah, I've heard it was very unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this movie made money and is popular overseas. Let's make a sequel with guns. guns. <laughs> yeah, but no, this movie's great. Highly recommend. Watch it instead of the remake. I mean, the remake. Last Train to New York. That's what it's called. You know, I can't. I can't. One last hand, hand, hand before, before we wrap up. Like, it's so. Like, America doesn't have a public transport system or trains. Well, not really. Like, like I mean, Korea I mean, there's, has there's Amtrak, but not to the same extent as Korea. But like, Korea has like a full-on like nice transport system. I wish more places were based in train build. Yeah, build is. I, I I like trains. I Ford, blame Ford. Yes, exactly, and just people in general that want to drive instead of take over. But like, it's more Ford. Ford, like, Ford was. Okay. Yeah, and then all the other subsequent. Uh, car companies the automobile lobbying in the industry i should join it but lobby against them yes <laughs> uh, as i'm joining the war on drugs on the, on the side of drugs <laughs> exactly as the, meme, as the meme suggests oh that's a great meme that's a top tier meme oh, so good anyways <laughs> thank you for listening this week tune in next week when we talk about something a movie bye bye now <laughs>